Hello, welcome to Jumble. This will be episode 38. This will not be a part of the actual episode. This is just a little, uh, just a little thing that I, I want to add in there before the episode because there's an event going on tomorrow, the day of the episode. The episode will not revolve around the NBA draft because the draft starts at 8 p.m. The episode will be recorded before 8 p.m. and it doesn't end till late. So I would say that next Tuesday's episode will be on the draft. However, Thursdays will not. Um, the news that I have for today, one, I've already mentioned it, so I'll talk about it first. The NBA draft is tomorrow. I'm just, all I want to say really is I'm really excited to see Cade, see where Cade goes. Super happy for him. Seems like a great guy. Listen to some of his interviews. And just to reiterate one last time, that's the rookie of the year, and he's going to be an all-time great. Cade Cunningham is going to be where it's at. Invest your money into cards. Do what you can. You know, I know it's going to be an expensive buy-in. If you have the money to buy in, do. If you don't, you know, maybe look at some of those later guys like Davion Mitchell. I think he's going to be good as well. Um, secondly, and the main thing I want to talk about, breaking news, Giants are releasing tight end Kelvin Benjamin later today. Benjamin had a heated conversation with Joe Judge and Dave Gettleman before storming off the field. The two things I want to say. One, yes, I am still a Kelvin Benjamin fan. Regardless of the fact that now, yes, he does sound like a douchebag, I still love him. He caught the game-winning national championship for my Knowles, and he had a really good run with the Panthers while he was healthy. However, you know, I have no problem knocking on Mac Jones. I have no problem knocking on Joey Bosa and some of these other guys. So I think it's only fair that I knock on one of my favorite players for once. He's been out of the league for three years, maybe four. Um, The Giants decided to give him a chance. I assume they asked him to do something that he didn't want to do, like maybe block. I don't know. I would assume block because he's so big. And he's like, I'm not here to block. I'm here to catch balls. Total speculation. I could be so, so wrong. I have no idea. But... As a player that is out of the league three years, there were never any talks of a Kelvin Benjamin comeback. And even if there would have been, most people wouldn't have cared. Um, I just, what a crappy move, man. (laughs) I mean, come on. It's, I just don't like it, man. I don't. It's, when a team signed you, they gave you a chance. When they had no reason to give you a chance, you need to just do what they ask you to do. Whether you like it, whether you hate it. They gave you an opportunity, you busted it. I am so disappointed. I was, I mean, you guys have heard, I was really excited to see this guy back in the league. And, you know, the first thought that ran through my mind is maybe somebody else would give him a shot since he, you know, has got back into football shape probably. Why would anybody else give him a shot? He wouldn't even do what the Giants asked. There's just no reason to have an ego like that after you've been out of the league for three years. If Mahomes had an ego like that, cool. If uh, Aaron Donald had an ego like that, cool. Jalen Ramsey, cool. Kelvin Benjamin, nah, you can't do that. You just you have to do what the team asks you to do. Whether you hate it, whether you don't want to block, whether you don't want to run this set, whether you don't want to be put at this position, you got to do it. You're They're paying you. They gave you a shot. You blew it. Super disappointed that I'm not going to get to see Kelvin this season because no other team should sign him. I mean, even being a fan, I would not advocate for another team to sign him. After this, I don't believe that he deserves the opportunity. Um Maybe more will come on about this story to see what happened. If it does, I will be the first to tell you. I would say Jumble 
is one of the very few places in the world where you can go to get news on Kelvin Benjamin. So I will keep you guys updated on what I hear. This will definitely come back up again. I don't know when, but I can pretty much promise you it real will, whether it's me telling you no more news came out, I don't know, or me telling you the story. But I'm going to maybe go look it up and see if I can find any details. If I do, I will be back and record another little tangent in about an hour and talk to you guys about it. If not, well, it's been a good intro, and I'll get you guys into the episode right after this. Thank you for listening to the Jumble 38 intro. Disappointed. Disappointed is the word. Okay, into the actual episode. If you guys saw, I put on the Twitter yesterday. I did postpone till Friday because I, I wanted to go ahead and do NBA draft day after. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go – I'm going to go over every pick, 1 through 60. Some picks are going to get a lot of attention. I'm going to talk about them a lot. Other picks, I'm going to say their name. And I'll be honest tell you, I don't have a clue who they are or anything about them. And I'm going to move on. And then there's some people that I'll know and just won't talk about because I don't care. But um, Okay, we'll start. I'm debating on whether I want to go 1 to 60 or 60 to 1. I'm going to do 1 to 60 just because that's the way the draft goes. Obviously, first pick, Cade Cunningham. I could sit here and talk about this for a long time. I'm not going to because I've gave Cade Cunningham rants in many, many episodes, and there's just not really a need for me to do it again. Uh, you guys know how I feel about him. I think he's going to be a generational talent. Love the guy. Going to be phenomenal. Best pick in the draft. Amazing. <laughs> Rockets at number two, Jalen Green, athletic freak. If his shot comes along, which is not that his shot's bad, but maybe a little more would be good. But, you know, the Rockets the Rockets really need a superstar to come in and just take that team over. And I think this is the guy that can do that. Cavs, Evan Mobley. Kind of surprised me. I thought they were going to take uh, Scotty Barnes here, actually. Even though Scotty Barnes was actually supposed to go five and went four. But I thought the Cavs were going to take Barnes because they have Jared Allen. And not that he's a superstar or anything, but he's a fine, good center. And it's just not really a position that I thought they were in desperate need of. So I didn't think they were going to go this route. However, seven-foot Evan Mobley, great defender, competent score. I think this is a great pick. Uh, if they can maintain Jared Allen, will they run them both starting? Will they bring Evan Mobley off the bench? Will they bring Jared Allen off the bench? I really don't know. I don't know how that rotation works. But a great pick. Uh, Raptors, I love Scotty Barnes, and I think Scotty Barnes is a really good player. I don't necessarily love the way he fits into the Raptors because they already have OG on Anobi. And just a lot of wings they like to play. And, you know, Kyle Lowry's getting chopped right now. Freddie is a little undersized. So I thought they went the one-two card position here and took Jalen Suggs. It just seems like it's a much better fit for Toronto. But as far as just Scotty Barnes, I think he's going to be really good. I just hope they can develop him the way that he should be developed with them already having so many wings. Five, Jalen Suggs. Similar thing to Scotty Barnes. Great player. Um, <laughs> but I just don't like the fit. He can play shooting guard, and he played a lot of shooting guard at Gonzaga, but predominantly I see him as a point guard. And he's drafted to a team that already has uh, Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz. So, you know, it's like I said, it's a really similar ordeal. He just... Doesn't fit this team very well, but I think he's a great player. So same thing with Scotty Barnes. I hope that they can develop him 
the way that he needs to be developed. Uh, Josh Giddy, I really don't know anything about this kid, but I did see something funny about him. It said his weaknesses are ball handling, shot creation and assertiveness, outside shooting, on-ball defense, and athleticism. And somebody replied to this and said, bro, so his weakness is basketball? Um, based off this scouting report, this seems like a horrible pick, and he was not supposed to go this high. So maybe it actually is a bad pick. I really don't know. But I, I won't talk about him because I, I generally don't have the knowledge to. So good luck is all I have for Josh Giddy. Uh, seven, Jonathan Kuminga. This is probably – it's hard to say steal of the draft at seven, but this guy is great. <laughs> I think he fits the Warriors really well because the Warriors are trying to fit in this window of Steph still has a couple more years, Clay still has a couple more years. They want to win now, so they don't want a guy that, you know, they can develop and, you know, work on, and in three years he's going to be this, he's going to be that. They need a guy that can come in and contribute to winning now. And this guy's a very versatile defender, great shot blocker, very good scorer. I think this is a great pick, and it's one of my favorite players in this draft. You know, probably my top five favorite. Actually, I think the top five would be my top five favorites. I think the top five is pretty solidified, but this guy would be next. But this is a great pick, and I think he fits the mold of the Warriors well. Magic at eight, Franz Warner. Or not Warner, Wagner, brother of Mo Wagner. I think that got him a lot of attention. I, I, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, number nine, Kings, Davion Mitchell. Davion Mitchell's a great scorer to be 6'1", a really good defender. I am a little concerned about his size going into the NBA. Overall, though, I don't really have issue with this pick. I think it'll be fine, and uh, I don't know. I, I just I feel like they probably should have drafted Alfreen Singoon, who ended up going much later because I, I think they need that center play. But, you know, not for me to decide, not for me to decide. Another little bit of a surprise pick at 10. Uh, the Pelicans drafted Zaire Williams, although he is going to the Grizzlies. Um, Zaire Williams didn't have the year that people thought he was going to have, but he's an athletic freak. He is a really good shooter despite his numbers. He's a, he's a much better shooter than that comes up. But whatever. Uh, the Hornets pick, James Booknight. I hate this pick. I, I, I wanted Moses Moody. Just to be honest, that's the guy that I wanted my Hornets to pick. I, I was really hoping and thinking we were going to get him because he was still there and he was projected to go in the top 10. Whatever. I don't Spurs at 12, Josh Primo. I got nothing. 13 Pacers, Chris Durante. I got nothing. 14, Warriors draft Moses Moody. The Warriors had a great draft. They got – other than the Pistons – simply because the Pistons got Cade Cunningham, and I think if that's the only player they picked, which it's not, I think they had the best draft. But outside of the Pistons, I think the Warriors had the best draft. They got Jonathan Kuminga and Moses Moody, a great defender and a great scorer. Moses Moody is a very good shooter, super athletic, great in transition, competent defender, nothing special, but very competent. I like him. 15, Wizards, Corey Kispert, great player. Don't think he fits the mold. That's really all I got on that. 16, Thunder, Alfred Singoon. I think no matter who the Thunder pick, although this was traded to the Rockets, the Thunder would be good for anybody. As far as the Rockets, um, 
I think this is good because I feel like Christian Wood is more of a four, and I feel like they will want to start this guy and Christian Wood. So maybe this gives Christian Wood the opportunity to slide down to the four instead of playing a lot of five like he did last year and allow this guy to you know start in his first year. Trey Murphy, 17 to the Pelicans. Not, not much to say. 18. Trey Mann to the Thunder. So, like I had said earlier, for one, anyone the Thunder pick is a good pick because they could really fill any position. Like, even if they drafted a two where Shade Gilders Alexander plays, they still need a backup two, so that'd be fine. But I think Trey Trey Mann was another one of my steals of the draft. Um, I don't know if I got if I ever told you guys my like steals of the draft, but my steals, you know, guys that are already predicted to go late, but I think will be good, were um, Trey Mann. And uh, why can't I think of the guy's name? Sharif Cooper. And then uh, Kuminga and Moses Moody were two guys I really liked going in. But I hate to say steals because they were both lottery picks. But anywho, Trey Mann's a big guard out of Florida. Uh, really shifty. That's why I like him so much. He is super shifty, has a great step-back jumper, and a very entertaining guy to watch. Uh, the Hornets traded for the 19th pick and got Kai Jones. I think that's a great pick. Um, now, my least favorite pick of the draft, and this is why I don't give Kai Jones the time he talks about or deserves to be talked about, because it really is a great pick, and I, I love Kai Jones to the Hornets. I'm really excited for that pick, much, much more than Book Knight. But I saw number 20, and this is my least favorite pick of the draft, so maybe in the pessimist that I am, I want to talk about it. Uh, I absolutely cannot stand Jalen Johnson. Um Rather, the Hawks made this pick, the Knicks, Thunder, Grizzlies, Wizards, Warriors, Pacers, Spurs, Hornets, Pelicans, Kings, Magic. Whoever made this pick, I would have hated it. This is all I have to say. And I, I will actually know I have two things to say. I'm going to preface it. So, you know, you think of Jalen Johnson, and if you know Jalen Johnson, you know he came from Duke. And if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm a Carolina fan. So you're saying, oh, you just hate him because he went to Duke. That's entirely untrue. One of my favorite basketball players of all time is Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook went to Duke. I loved watching Quinn Cook. He was a point guard I looked up to growing up. I, I love Quinn Cook. He's still one of my favorite players. I mean, I got to watch him win a ring with the Lakers, the Warriors, tear it up in the G League before he got signed to the Warriors, did great things at Duke. Uh, I like Jaheel Okafor. That really, that uh, that whole 2015 team was awesome, except for Grayson Allen. And even Grayson Allen in 2015 wasn't what he became to be when he started tripping people. He was just a spark plug off the bench. But I, that's just I don't. If you go to Duke, that doesn't mean I hate you. I mean, same thing with Kentucky. I loved De'Aaron Fox, Bam Adebayo, Malik Monk. So it has nothing to do with the fact that he went to Duke. I could sit here and tell you a lot of Duke players that I'm actually a, a fan of, um, and a lot of them you guys probably don't even know, like Ryan Kelly. I mean. I don't know if a lot of people even know who Ryan Kelly is anymore. He played for the Lakers for a, like two years when the Lakers were awful. But anywho's off my tangent, they picked a quitter. <laughs> he quit on his team. He could have played. He said, I'm not going to play. I'm going to prepare for the NBA draft. Jalen Johnson's a quitter. There is nothing worse than a quitter. I don't trust him at all. Just He's a quitter. He's a terrible pick. Quitter. That's all I have to say. What a quitter. 21, Clippers. Keon Johnson, they got the guy that broke the NBA draft combine vertical record. So there aren't many negative things you could say about such a thing. But, uh, you know, that's, that's it. Athletic freak. We'll see what he can do. And I think it's good for the Clippers. I think they could use a player like that. 22, Isaiah Jackson to the Wizards. I don't – it's the Wizards. 
23, Usman Garuba. Don't know anything about him, to be totally honest. 24, Josh Christopher. I mean, I know Keon Johnson has the vertical record, but I think the two most athletic players in the draft were Jalen Green and Josh Christopher, and the Rockets got them both. So good for you. Uh, that That's great. But, uh, yeah, 25, Quentin Grimes. People may forget that he actually was at Kansas last year and just didn't have the year that you might want Quentin Grimes to have. But I think Quentin Grimes is a great point guard. He has a very consistent jump shot and reinvented himself in Houston and had a phenomenal year. I think this is another steal. I think the Knicks got a great, great point guard here. And I think in two to three years, this is going to be their starter. 26, Nuggets, Nashim Highland, not a thing. 27, Nets, Cameron Thomas, great score, great pick for them. 28, Jaden Springer, decent pick. 29, to the Nets, Dayron Sharp. Um, Carolina guy, this is what I have to say. This is the best center on the board at the time, so it's a good pick for the Nets because they needed a center. Dayron Sharp sucks. I mean, I... <laughs> This should prove to you, I've, I don't really go, as far as once you get into the NBA, I forget, you know, Carolina, Duke, whatever. I, he sucks. He went to Carolina. I don't like him. He disappointed me. He has butterfingers. That's why he can't catch the ball. Uh, 30, Santi Alameda to the Grizzlies. Not a clue. 31, I think, is a really interesting pick. Isaiah Todd, because going into college last year, this guy was a very, very high-profile recruit. I think top 10. I could be wrong on that. I've been wrong before, but fell totally off, and now he's second-round talent. So what I think with this guy is one of two things. Either, you know, <laughs> he got really slotted, shouldn't have slipped this far, and he's going to be awesome, and you know, all-rookie first team, whatever, or he's totally going to suck. Um, do I know which one yet? No, I don't really have an opinion on it, but... You know, is what it is. 32, Knicks, Jeremiah Robinson. 33, Magic, Jason Preston. Traded to the Clippers. Love this pick. Another steal. Jason Preston carried Ohio in the tournament. Awesome player. And he's motivated. This guy's so motivated. Loves playing basketball. You can tell it drives him. And the Clippers really needed a point guard. They talked about that all last year. This is honestly an amazing pick for the Clippers and again in my opinion this is first round talent guys and he's at 33 so it's not far from the first round but there's a lot of people I would have took him over in the first 34 Rokas Jacobitas I'm sure I said that wrong and I'm not going to talk about him 35 Herbert Jones not much to say 36 Miles McBride to the Knicks I'm sick of talking about Knicks picks uh Hornets JT Thor at this point, I just wish they wouldn't have traded to get him because I don't think he's going to be that great, but whatever. I'm, I, at least the Hornets were trying to do stuff. That's that's it. At least they were trying. Uh, 38, A.O. Domingam, whatever. 39, Nami Quisita, whatever. 40, Jared Butler to the Grizzlies. I think this is a great pick. Jared Butler's a really good scorer. Again, a competent defender. Nothing exponentially great. But I think if, you know, you have Ja Moran out there and he's creating shots, I think Jared Butler could be a guy that knocks down those shots. Or if you want to put him on the bench and, you know, you just – you don't need the bench to build on the lead, but just not blow it. I think Jared Butler could be capable of scoring enough points to just hold a lead. But, yeah. 41, Joe Wickesamp. 42, Isaiah Livers. 43, Greg Brown to the Blazers. 
That's a steal. This guy's athletic as heck. Love this pick. Phenomenal move by the Blazers. 44, Kessler Edwards. 45, Juwan Bergen. 46, Delano Bantion. 47, David Johnson. And Hawks, contrary to the last pick that I talked about with them, great pick, Sharif Cooper, one of my steals. This is a great guy to back up Trey Young. He's a bucket getter. Had an average 20 and 8. I mean... I know people were concerned about his size and all kinds of different things, but 20 and 8. <laughs> 20 and 8. This is a great guy when Trey Young goes out to maybe even be able to build upon a league. Kind of like I said with Butler, you know, anybody coming on off the coming in off the bench, you don't really expect to build a lead, but just maintain it. I think he's capable of building on it. This guy, in my opinion, at 48, actually has superstar potential. I think Sharif Cooper could one day be a superstar in our league, but I love this guy. 49, Nets, Marcus something, uh, 50, 76ers, Felipe, Petrusaviv, 51, B.J. Boston to the Pelicans. Anytime a guy that goes to Kentucky or Duke, meaning they had great potential, is there at 51, I say you just take him. <laughs> I think that's what the Pelicans did right here. They said, hey, this guy went to Kentucky. He was a really high-profile recruit. You know, Maybe he didn't have the year he wanted to, but he's here this late. Nah, you just can't really go wrong with that. I think that's a great pick. Uh, 52, another great pick by the Pistons, which is just another reason that I think they had such a great draft. Luke Garza, player of the year. Does that always translate? Are college players always great in the NBA? No. Are bad college players sometimes good in the NBA? Yeah. I mean, you just never know. But, you know, once you get to pick 50 especially, because there's, I mean, as of now, there's been an MVP in the 40s, but there's been good players in the 40s. But the odds, you know, when you get to 50 especially, of you getting even a starter are so low. I mean, so, 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 so low. That why not take the player of the year? I mean, he has more potential than anybody you have left, in my opinion. I think that's a phenomenal, phenomenal pick. Uh, 53, Charles Bassey. 54, Sandro. I'm, I'm going to be honest, guys. That's a really long foreign last name, and I'm not even going to try. Uh, 55, Aaron Wiggins. 56, Scotty Lewis. 57, Balsa Kaprifovic. 58, Jericho Sims. 59, Raquan Gray. 60, George something else foreign. Um, that's all of them. So, you know, as much as I want to say the Hawks had the worst draft just because of Joe and Johnson pick, I don't think I can because they did get a guy that I think has superstar potential. Uh, I'll say the Pistons had the best draft. For one, they got Cade Cunningham, the best player, you know, in my opinion, in like the last five drafts. And then they got Luke Garza. They got the player of the year at 52, and that's a steal if you ask me. I think he should have went in the 30s. Uh, second best, Warriors getting Kuminga, who can help him immediately, and Moses Moody, who I think can help him immediately. I think the Warriors, you know, while they didn't get a top five player, got two of the best players in the draft. And the beautiful thing about this for the Warriors is they got two guys that can come in, you know, next Tuesday, next Wednesday, whenever, and help them win immediately. The Warriors do not want to develop these kids. The Warriors do not want to sit around and wait for them to produce. The Warriors want them to come in, defend, make shots, contribute to winning right this very second. And they got two players who, in my opinion, are very capable of doing so.
So a little bit of a shorter episode today. It's been a hectic day. So I I had kind of a hard time fitting this in here, to be honest. I'm sure we will come back to the NBA draft because there are about 10 players that I didn't get to spend the time on that I wanted to. I really wanted to do a breakdown of Moses Moody because that's a player I've become a big fan of in the pre-draft process. But we'll come back to it. Um, But, you know, if you were looking to figure out what happened in the NBA draft pretty quickly. There you go. I mean, if you don't have time to listen to a long episode, that'll do it. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, Regular schedule next week, Tuesday, Thursday. Just did this on a Friday simply so I could do NBA draft. But other than that, you know, back to normal next week. Not sure what they'll be yet. Maybe one of them will be NBA draft. Maybe part of it will be. Only time will tell. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it, and I'm out of here.